Hi everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Four Moon Confessions. I'm Harry. I'm Shreya. And I'm Pranava. This week, we will be talking about toxic productivity and the current obsession with hustle culture. So this is a topic that is close to all of us as we have just finished our mocks. Well, it's been two weeks now. Um, and we, during the Christmas holidays, I think that something that we experienced was um, a desire to be working constantly, which was very difficult for me. And it was definitely very, very, very difficult for all of our peers and definitely for Shreya and Prenova as well as uh, at a time that was supposed to be relaxing and rewarding. We spent a lot of it uh, worrying about exam success and uh, the title of this very podcast, which is Productivity. So, um, firstly, with a very important question. What does productivity mean to you, Shreya? I think that productivity is the idea of kind of finishing the day with feeling like you've done something with that day, that that day has been successful. And I think if if I were to think about it from a very kind of idealistic mindset which I don't always think about from but it's kind of that one thing that you really want to get done that you manage to get done by the end of that day whether that's something you're working on like personally like suppose you know recording this episode which we kind of are doing outside school or something like um, you know revising for a test completing a certain activity but something that kind of that one thing that you think okay I really want to get that done today and I got it done today and so I've been productive um, but I think that over the Christmas holidays, I definitely got into the mindset of I need to sit down and rise for at least six to eight hours. And if I haven't done that, that means I haven't been productive. So it became a use of kind of time versus actually what I got done. So it was just like, oh, if I just sat down for six hours and that's fine, rather than what did I actually get done in that time, which was useful to me? Yeah, I think so. I think for me, it's um, what it should be definitely is how much I've, I've kind of gotten done that will be useful for me in the future. What about you, Pranava? Well, um, in economic terms, uh, I'd define productivity as output per unit input. And But to me personally, it would be the difference between hard work and working hard. So working hard is normally how you'd see influencers um, telling you that this is how productivity is supposed to look like. That is like pushing yourself to your limit, exhausting yourself, absolutely having no sleep at all because you've been working and, you know, finishing something that you want to finish. And that's what I'd define as um, working hard. But then hard work on the other side is actually strategically planning what you're going to do that day and then trying to finish it bit by bit, um, solving the ones that you know that you're um, weak in, as in like solving the topics that you know that you're weak in. And so you um, don't put as much focus into the ones that you know that you're already good in. And so completing it more strategically and planning it out. And so getting something done that way is what I think is called um, productivity. So that's um, hard work. What about you, Harry? Um, so my stance on what productivity means to, me has, means to me has changed a lot across the years. And I was reading Homebody recently by Rupi Carr, who is a very good um, poet um, and t- tackles subjects such as uh, femininity, but also um, hustle culture and, and the obsession with productivity. Um, and what, um, Rupi Carr said in Homebody was that uh, productivity is knowing when to rest and I like this uh, idea a lot because I think often we associate productivity and how much we can get done in a day uh, with sort of negative connotations and and feelings of uh, you know being burnt out and everything 
But actually being productive is supposed to be something that makes us feel healthy and something that makes us feel um, good about ourselves and how much we can, we can do and how much we can achieve. So um, what I would say is that productivity is knowing when to work, knowing when to rest and getting that real good balance of life and work. Um, uh, so what do, uh, what do you think about um, social media and how, how can social media make this, uh, make productivity become uh, a negative connotation? Um, just on that first point of yours, Eric, and that's really, really important that it's just as productive to kind of take time off as it is to, you know, work, because I think you need to be able to refuel in order for then to be more successful when you're working. So I think, you know, people think like you, like you mentioned, being productive is just working, but actually, perhaps it's even more, it's the idea of like, you know, um, if we're talking about kind of exercise and fitness, actually, it's important, uh, you know, your recovery as is as important as your workout. And similarly, even with like our mindset, it's important to kind of take that recovery in order for you, your mind to be able to work hard. So I think that is something that is like, definitely very important to keep in mind, but also put into practice. I think that's where the difficulty kind of lies. And with the second point of social media, I definitely think that the way kind of where that's Instagram or TikTok or kind of any any social media apps, the way the algorithms work is, of course, you know, they kind of bring to the top the people who are the most attractive, the most successful, the richest. And so no matter how much we try to mute those people, you know, we can to a certain extent kind of uh, curate our feed. But those ones, those kind of you know, images and, and videos will keep popping up um, because that is just the way the algorithms are designed. And that's a very kind of important thing to keep in mind that that doesn't mean that every every single person is hustling every single day. But social media gives us that appearance because people can choose what to put on there. They, you know, many people will, will choose to put on their, the best, their best days, but not the days when they were just sitting on the couch the whole day watching Netflix or you know, they couldn't be bothered to move that day. They just sat in one place and didn't do any work because most of those photos, the ones that, you know, kind of get the most likes are the ones which are really pretty and people doing really cool stuff. And, you know, it makes you feel like, oh my God, like I'm not doing anything. But I think it's really important to like understand that and, and you know, be able to accept it before you can work on it and realize how you can kind of move forward from there. So I think it, it's taken me a really long time and I'm definitely not there yet. Um, we were just having a conversation before the podcast started actually that um, during this time, we've just kind of finished our mocks and there's a bit of like a lull moment. So we have th things to do, but our body is and mind is still very, very drained from doing mocks. And so we're like, oh my God, we've got another set of mocks, you know, we have to kind of start again, but our mind and body are not in sync. And, and you know, looking at social media and seeing that things, people are doing things, makes you feel like jealous and in a way it also makes you feel like oh my god should I also be working as hard so it, it just brings in so many emotions into your mind which you're already feeling kind of just like exacerbates them I think um so yeah it can it can definitely be a place for inspiration but also I think for a lot of jealousy and insecurity as well um what do you think Pranava? yeah I agree with what you said Shreya because influencers they do um yeah, they don't get paid to send out, like, negative vibes. They don't get paid to get, like, um, you know, show the not-so-you-know-out-there, not-so-extroverted um, side of themselves. They get paid to show, like, what people get attracted to. So they wouldn't really show um, 
you get what I mean. <laughs> so I get what you mean. Like in um, social media does is very like intricately tailored to um, be biased, I guess. And especially on TikToks, I get recommended loads of university videos about students being like going out, eating in this cafe, you know, studying this um, chapter of this day, and then uh, you know nightclubbing in the day uh, in the night time. Um, so. Obviously, I'm not in the university stage yet, but it still makes me feel kind of um, almost useless because it doesn't. I'm not doing stuff like that right now. Uh, after the exams, as you said, there is a little dip in my productivity. Um, so yeah, it does. You get you tend to compare yourselves to others that you don't even know, which is the, the sad part of it. And um, yeah, I think um, relaxation is a good thing to do after um, or like not be, but take some time to process what you've just revised or process what you've just worked on and then um, go back to doing it again. Obviously, as I've mentioned, the last time we recorded this um, Pomodoro technique and I think that is very um, useful. So, but maybe not going on social media during exam season, that might just um, um, tackle your mental health quite badly. So yeah, that's what I think. What about you, Harry? I definitely agree I think that it's so important to take some time off social media and actually I was saying before the podcast had started that um I actually have decided that I don't want to go on social media for I'm going to give myself sort of a, a time off of like two weeks where I don't check social media I don't you know I don't engage with unless I really have to um I don't engage with those types of videos or um I don't I don't want to sort of be in a situation where I could possibly see something that would become quite triggering for me and it will make me sort of feel, you know, like I should be doing more and not doing enough. I really don't like feeling like that. And I don't think any student likes feeling like that because we are all trying our best. And um, our situation has been made worse um, by COVID, not only by COVID, but also just the general stresses of, of teen life and having other jobs, having other things alongside that. Um, so on that topic, I'd just like to sort of, I'd like to ask you, um, what do you think about uh, having these extra responsibilities alongside school? Do you think that it's too much or do you think that it's uh, a good thing? Do you think it creates an outlet where you can escape this? I think I think it's a really interesting one. And I think I kind of like go on like two different sides, kind of depending on whatever I'm feeling. But I think on the whole, it, I really enjoy that aspect of having other things, whether that's having a job alongside it or whether that's like kind of having other hobbies. Because I feel like, as you grow up, you know, you tend to kind of be put in these like boxes, right? So when you start, um, you know, having like career, then you're either a doctor, you're either an accountant, you're, you, you know, you're this like certain kind of person. Um, and I feel like people start putting you in a box because, you know, all they think about you is in that kind of profession as that person. But, you know, we're all so much more than that, right? We, we don't just have to be one thing. We can kind of have so many things going on at the same time. And, like you know we're bigger than just our careers we're like we're so much more than that as people and I feel like just having kind of academia makes you again feel like you like have only that one thing and if you fail at it you think well if I failed at this one thing that I have then that's it my life is over whereas actually one you're not failing you know fit like whether that's mocks or exams it's not the end of the world it may feel like at the time but it's not and having other things alongside it makes you feel kind of empowered in a way that, OK, if if this doesn't go to plan, then I have a plan B. I can do something else for a while. There's always other options I can explore. It doesn't mean that, you know, all is over. So 
I, I think that um, personally for me, um, I work as a tutor alongside and, and I really, really enjoy working with kids. It's something that I've really enjoyed. So it, some, some days I do feel like, oh, I don't want to go. But on, on the whole, it, I, I really enjoy that. And um, I feel like having a hobby or having a job, either of those things, um, one has allowed me to have a lot of financial freedom, which I really enjoy um, being able to make those choices and then knowing, actually, I want to save this much this month. Um, I want to put it towards this. That actually I feel like is really important because a lot of people I feel like who don't have the opportunity when they're thrust into the world of work and they start earning, they, they don't know what to do with themselves. They, you know, they just start spending and they don't realize things that they can save for. So I think it's it's um, a really I, th- I think it's quite an advantage on the whole. I I would say that I'm conflicted on this because I had a job um, for a year that was quite difficult just because it was you know it's, it, it was a great job in many ways but at the same time it was you know it was a nine hour shift on a Saturday it was quite it's quite um, hard I was missing out on a lot of sort of time just even though it's just one day it it did mean that I was it was missing out on like a day to sort of do school work but also to rest and to sort of recuperate from school as school it's very intense at this stage as every week it, it, a lot happens in just that one week and a lot passes a lot of time it feels like a lot of time is passing um so it was definitely very difficult but at the same time it did as Shreya said offer more financial security um and and as um as uh Shreya is a tutor I'm also this this week I'm starting to tutor someone which uh, I'm kind of excited for because it kind of I hope I can help that person with the same difficulties I've had with productivity and sort of hustle culture and, and everything and, you know, emphasising breaks and everything. So um, I would definitely say that uh, hobbies and extra responsibilities are great, but at the same time, it's important that you balance them and you have an idea of how to sort of find an equal or equal measure that if you, if you do this thing after school, once you get home from school, don't do anything else because you're just going to feel burnt out. You're not going to feel... Um, refresh the next day you're not going to have the energy the next day to do you know anything more um and i hope that's a uh hope that's a rule that shreya implies into her week the one of the things i love to do to relax is i love to sort of watch things uh, on netflix uh on youtube even just a series or something i can really engage with it makes me very relaxed it makes me sort of get into things really easily and I think it's just perfect after having used your brain for an extensive amount of time. It's just a really good idea to sort of, to sort of allow yourself to switch off more and um, to, to just um, connect with the media in that way. Um, one thing I'd say, another thing I'd say for relaxing is walking. I really enjoy walking um, or running. I, I haven't run run in a while because, um, well, I guess I'm slightly lazy. But um, walking is just really a nice way to sort of experience nature sort of just just allow yourself to sort of just uh, walk around the block even you just get so much fresh air you get to feel refreshed you get to feel new I find that I can sort of rearrange my thoughts much better if I walk um sometimes with a dog sometimes with not not in my case because my dog does not let me walk in but um I just think it's a really good idea to sort of to allow yourself to to sort of to really restart um I find that switching off is a good way in terms of watching things but walking kind of opens you up again it makes you ready to work again yeah I definitely agree with uh, both of those Harry um I think that um movement is so important and I feel like when you kind of like you said when you go outside it's kind of like killing two birds with one stone because you get movement and you get exercise during the day but also you get to be within nature get some fresh air um and 
I, I like, like you said, um, I, I loved like kind of going on during exams, kind of the days I didn't have exams or in the morning, like just going for a quick run, um, not very long or walk either or whichever I was feeling and just kind of and like sometimes I listen to music sometimes I would just kind of walk without anything and um before I've actually never tried that I always have like a podcast on or like a or like music or something but actually sometimes I just 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 to be within my thoughts and just kind of think through whatever I wanted to do and whatever was running through my mind and it was actually really nice to just just be within nature and not have something in my ear all the time because I, I think I got so used to that and actually it was really nice not to like kind of just just observe people around me just kind of look around and just appreciate like kind of where I'm living and it, you know it sounds like oh my god but I actually I, I don't think I saw the area I was living in for a long time because I was just so engrossed in whatever I was listening to so yeah I think that's definitely really useful and for me um again I'm I love books so reading was like a massive thing for me um I try to read every night before I go to bed, but also just to kind of take like a quick break from whatever I was revising, just reading something that's completely different. Like I was reading a lot of kind of fiction and a lot of lighthearted stuff, but just kind of what you needed at, at, at the time, I think when you're kind of doing like intense kind of work. Um, and I think that I found was really useful. And after mocks, I don't know why, but I really got into like true crime podcasts. Like it was really weird, but I just, I found some sort of, in a weird way, some sort of comfort just listening to a particular story. It was it was quite dark in a way, but I really enjoyed that. Like in a way to like completely de-strap and just listen to something completely different. Um, and during kind of like mocks, I was listening to loads of podcasts about like kind of revision and stuff and just listening to like true crime. It was just, it was just a genre I hadn't explored before and I really enjoyed it. So yeah, those are two of my wacky, but my recommendations for um, how I relaxed. Yeah. What about you, Pranava? Yeah, I'd have to say that I also like reading, which is, again, a bit of a cliche, but um, reading does really, like, help de-stress. Um, another thing that I've um, found out that is quite relaxing is actually just playing a board game with my family, especially with my brother, because he, um, me, me and him, we play, like, Jenga, or we do, um, we play, like, a weird family, do you know me better game, which actually just, it, de-stresses me so much and I truly cherish it so I guess family time is a great way to de-stress um so yeah for me it's literally the two things reading and um just uh, spending time with my family but I also do agree with um Harry's suggestion of watching like a series um I do get quite obsessed with series as you guys have uh, experienced in the past and I do apologize for those moments um but yeah that those are those are like the three ways that I'd like to de-stress. Um, anything else to add, Harry? Yes, I think I like all of our ways. I think they're all healthy ways, and there are unhealthy ways to uh, relax. That that um, I mean, not to judge anyone's methods, but I think scrolling through social media and you know things that I do, I all you know I spend far too much time scrolling on Twitter, on TikTok, on Instagram far too much time um and that really is not a healthy way i've come to realize and i think we've all we're all going to come to realize that at a stage um it's not that healthy because again we put ourselves into we just get obsessed with we just get obsessed with what people are posting about their lives and we and we feel bad about our lives we feel bad how much we've moved that day you know if i've had a day where i've barely moved like the only few steps i've taken are to get more food from the kitchen and i'm sat in um shorts uh, pajamas basically let's be honest um I, i'm not gonna feel great about myself if I... 
Yeah, I think when you were just talking about social media there, um, I remembered kind of before, like, um, kind of before Mox and stuff started, like during my Christmas revision period, I would kind of have my phone there just to, if I was listening to music or anything. And as soon as I kind of saw a notification, I would have like, you know, that urge, just click on the notification. There'd be a sensible part of you, it says, you don't need to look at that now. You're revising. Let's focus on that. And then another part of you would be like, no, no, but what if it's really important? It, it's probably not important. It's someone posting a live video on Instagram. It really doesn't matter. But at the time, you think, I better check this notification. So I think, and then once you went on it, you'd say, oh, five more minutes, 10 more minutes. And then before you know it, you've lost your focus. You've been derailed from whatever it was you were focusing on. And especially when you're doing intense revision, when it's like, you know, mocks are imminent. Um, and then it takes a long time to get back that focus. Um, and so one of, kind of one thing I did um, during mocks was I, a lot of my friends and even kind of a, like kind of uninstalled social media apps, I just turned off my notifications for everything. That was Gmail, that was Instagram, that was what all of it. And actually in a way, at the end of the day, I was really excited to open up all my notes. It, it kind of felt like, like a, a little present, you know, at the end of the day, just to see all the notifications and see kind of who texted you. And on some days I would think there'll be loads and there wouldn't actually be that many. I'd think, oh, wow, I'm really, I'm really not, not missing that much by not looking at my notifications. And some days there'll be loads, which would be great because it'd be like, wow, well, I have a lot to read. That That's a nice way to kind of, you know, look at it. And I also found that when I, then I went on Instagram, I wasn't kind of mindlessly scrolling and just liking whatever. I was actually taking time to look at whatever it was that was there because I hadn't done that every second of every kind of minute of that day. Um, and so I guess you asked about unhealthy habits, Harry, but it started off like that and I think this way really helped me to kind sort of at least um bring that kind of down slightly and appreciate social media because whilst we're talking about social media as a negative thing it, it is really really useful and it is can be a positive thing it's just about recognizing that uh, you know having notifications on or allowing social media to control your life isn't what we want to do but we if we have control over ourselves we can use social media as a tool rather than it kind of harming our productivity and kind of more than that actually harming our mental health which at the end of the day is the most important thing um what about you Pranava any any unhealthy habits that you had mindlessly scrolling scrolling through um social media and that's a really um unhealthy way of relaxing and another way I found um myself doing actually is that while we're actually revising there's a lot of screen time involved especially on my case you guys may not may you might you guys may have used like textbooks um but I find that I haven't been using my textbooks in quite a while and I have been using like the online version of the textbook. I have been using like questions by topic, you know, papers that you find online, loads of PDFs that you find online and all of those, um, they add to your screen time, even though you might not mentally think that it's like um, screen time because you are being productive using that screen time. And then when, when I find myself relaxing, there's just even more screen time, like catching up on a TV series or watching YouTube um, to like de-stress. And then there's even more screen time. And I have noticed that my eyesight has gotten really worse. It was July, I think, that I got my um, glasses, new glasses with new lenses. And my eyesight has deteriorated, de oh, deteriorated already. And I have to book a new appointment now, which I've, and I'd, like to think it's not because I've been de-stressing or, or I've been increasing my screen time on like unproductive things, un unproductive things. Um, it's also because of screen time by revising and using or for schoolwork. Um, 
And another thing I'd like to add is not exactly a habit, but I have noticed in my past um, experiences that um, I have mentioned this the last time we've recorded this episode as well. So um, it's about how friendship groups have like different um, people in there with the different like knowledge, um, like a range of knowledges, right? Not knowledges. Well, let's use a different uh, word for that. Work ethics. Friendship groups have different people with different work ethics. And so you tend to compare yourself with the person that has the most um, highest work ethic. And you... it. I cannot stress this enough, but it does lead you to self-spiral even more. Um, So, for example, during GCSEs, I went out for family dinner and I was just comparing comparing myself to the person or um, hypothetically imagining what they might be revising in biology or, like, in chemistry, what topics I need to revise for that. And it really just, like, felt... made me feel jittery and it didn't really... I didn't cherish that family moment in the present and I feel like that really is not a good thing to do. It's not really a habit, but um, it, it does happen to the best of us. And it's very common in most um, schools, in most friendship groups. So I think maybe just like have an open conversation. And I know that sounds very cliche and very awkward to have, but maybe just talk to them about it or maybe talk to a teacher about it or a counsellor about it. Maybe they can help or your parents, someone to talk to them about it and they can help you through it. Um, so definitely um i agree with with what you said there about about how productivity can be made so much worse so much more so much um so much more worse so can be made made to be such a negative thing in a friendship setting because you know naturally we are competitive that's just our that's just our biology we are very competitive we do want to sort of outperform another person even if we don't admit it i think we always sort of do want to sort of you know, we have, we want to, um, we want to be on the same level, if not higher than our friends, because, because we want to sort of feel proud of ourselves and we want to feel a sense of achievement. But that is very uh, negative because it's just not uh, healthy to be so obsessed with doing better than your friends or, 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 or feeling, or feeling like you're inferior to your friends. It's just not a healthy um, atmosphere and it does make a lot of situations socially very awkward. So I think it's very important to address the problems of productivity um, with your fam, with your friends, and also with your families, because I think a lot of the time, um, this productivity thing, I think, I think it's a, it's a new trend. I don't think it's something that our parents necessarily would have experienced as much. I'm sure it was something that was around, but um, especially in my case, I find my parents um, they weren't as pressured to do well. They weren't as pressured to spend hours working a day. They weren't as pressured to spend, you know. Um, half of their lives working they weren't as preferred to do that so i think that that is something that's really important just to sort of talk to your family and say i'm very stressed because of this and this and this what are the ways that you can help me or what are the ways that we can sort of limit my time spent working um i think that's really important so i think that's very uh mature outlook on productivity and and a wider picture that it can affect our relationships as well it doesn't yeah um sorry just just to kind of finish off on that but I think I noticed as well like during kind of mocks I felt like I was so much like I was like very jittery I I kind of I felt like I didn't really want to talk to anyone I I think looking back reflecting on it now I felt like I was quite like hostile to my parents like the way I was of course I wasn't you know being really intentional or anything but it's just that feeling of oh you know I've got so much to do and like even when I'm down here I'm thinking of what else I need to do and how much I haven't done and I'm having a conversation with them but I'm thinking about so many other things and it doesn't allow you to be present in that moment, you know, whether you're just kind of having, uh, you know, a coffee with your parents or you're just kind of sitting downstairs just in the garden, just having a chat. 
actually you're you're not in that moment you're not appreciating that and I think that like 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 you guys mentioned like it's so much more than just when we're thinking about ourselves we think you know it's just about us and us getting as far as we can but actually it's the people around us that allow us to do that and so we need to really take time to appreciate them and that's just not at our convenience when we're free it's it's you know as much as we can all the time because they're doing it for us and and we need to be able to do that for the people we love because it's really easy to you know leave people behind in pursuit of like that success but when you get there if you don't have anyone to celebrate it with it's it's a bit it's a bit pointless so I think that we need to really really bear that in mind and whether that's with friends whether that's with family and like you said Pranava talking about it doesn't make you weaker um you know we are naturally competitive and we think we've got it all under control but I mean, I think we've understood by now that's moments where none of us have it under control. There's, we all have moments like that. And you need to be able to say, just because I'm talking about it doesn't mean I'm weak. doesn't mean I can't handle myself. It's actually that you're being brave and you're taking that step, which which is already you know something that shows how strong you are. So I think definitely that's a, the message I think we'd like to end on. Definitely that, um, you know, productivity is a really good thing. And it can it can be an amazing thing for us to achieve our goals, but we need to make sure that it doesn't take over our life because our life is so much more than that. Thank you, Shreya. That was a um, wonderful comment to end on. Um, so uh, I was supposed to say this earlier, but um, I just wanted to say a, a disclaimer um, that uh, what we've been speaking about today, we're by no means professionals in this field we have not been sort of we're not endorsed to talk bad about hustle culture or anyone who is partake, partaking in sharing um materials related with study tube or, or or promoting productivity um but um we just like to have these conversations this is very normal conversation for us to have we often talk about things like this um so we thought we'd uh, let you guys hear it um so that's all for today. Um, if you enjoyed today's podcast, let us know on our Instagram, which is frc.podcast. Um, and please send us suggestions for more episodes because we are in desperate need. Um, so, see you in the next one. Uh, goodbye.